Hey, uh, this week, Kamel and I are discussing Hatchet from 2006, and it has Kane Hodder in it, and Tony Todd, and Robert England, and, and lots of other great people, and it's a great movie, we had a great time talking about it, and we hope you guys have a great time listening to this great episode, and hopefully it's great, 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 great. Um, <laughs> we also discuss a few other movies as well. Allow me to pull them up because they weren't up. Now they're up and I can tell you what they were. Uh, Melissa talks about Scream 2022, the new Scream that came out. I did not watch it, but Melissa did. And so did my wife. <laughs> but who cares? Uh, who cares that my wife watched it? She's not part of the show. Um, but she is a part of my life and I love her very much in case she's listening. Um, <laughs> this is a weird intro. Uh, Melissa also talks about For the Sake of Vicious 2020 exclusive Shutter movie. And she talks about a series that is currently on Apple TV called Servant. I gleefully discuss the uh, talk about the... It's not really a discussion because Melissa's never seen it. Um, I talk about the movie Slime City from 1988 and all of its glorious, goopy, body horror, slime. Oh my God, it's so great. Um, and you can hear me like gush all over that movie. <laughs> gush, get it? Um, I also discuss 1992's Winter Beast, which is currently available on Shudder. Uh, another 80s kind of trash movie, or 90s, sorry, I said 1992, and it, it feels like an 80s trash movie, but it is from 1992. Possibly filmed, because it, it really anyway, it really seemed like an 80s movie, but whatever, I digress. And I also briefly discuss a horrible movie that you should not watch called Brazen, starring Alyssa Milano on Netflix, came out recently, I think. It is a pile of dog shit, and please don't watch it. And you get to hear me kind of complain that I had to watch, or I didn't have to watch it, I got into it. And then, yeah, I didn't get into it, but I started watching it and then it was too far gone. I finished it so that I could talk about it on the show. Um, yeah, I regret watching it completely. Avoid. It's terrible. Um, although Alyssa Milano looks great for being almost 50. I will say that. Um, I think that's all I have to talk about. Sorry we missed last week. My deepest apologies. Um, but we are back and we are going to be making some changes, hopefully, that uh, allow us to... Uh, um, be more consistent with the schedules, you know, it's life. It's all just life, kids and work and all the other terrible excuses that I can think of to not work hard enough on the show. Uh, but hopefully things will change. Anyway, this has gone on long enough. This is Forsaken Cinema, episode 79. Okay. Wait, what the hell? There we go. There we go. There it is. All right, well, no, meatball. Meatball, touch all the knobs. No, don't meatball. touch my knob. T meatball, stop touching my Hand knobs. Hand by him right on the knob. No. Sometimes meatball jumps up on uh, one of our coworkers and gets him right in the balls. Gets him in the knob. Yeah. Right, right in the knob. Right in the knob. <laughs> Poor guy. Meatballs, yeah, meatball often, while we're recording, comes and puts his head in my knob. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> right in my It's crop. a very... You know. He's a very affectionate dog. Yes. He's a wonderful puppy. You hear that? This You're a good you boy, Meatball. Man. In fact, we're not doing the regular episode today. This we're is just going to talk about Meatball. Post. Wow, Meatball. We can put um, Mike's Forsaken Cinema shirt on him. Oh, we could. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to our show. I'm your host, Chuck. 
And I'm your horror co-host, Mel. Indeed you are. And this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss all of our favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies from all across the genre. That's correct. Mostly not our favorites. Mostly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're pretty cynical. No, that's not true. Everything sucks and I hate Actually, it. Actually, usually we pick the movies that we like. Yeah, which is a problem because everything's positive. Yeah, and then you just we just end up talking about like, oh, remember this scene? Oh, remember this scene? Yeah, like oh, this scene was awesome, like we're going to do with this movie. Dude, uh, yeah. Well, actually, I did something to counter that. I have a lot, a lot. A lot. F- a lot. A lot. A lot. A fox. Wow. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of facts. I did a bunch of research on this movie, so we can... So wow, that bud. We, it's not like that's you know, great thank you for doing the not, work it's not just us sitting around talking about scenes do you remember when this podcast had no facts <laughs> yeah we were just like this part was awesome wow. i loved it times are changing times, women can read the news now times are changing wow the anchorman quotes will not stop no. on the show so Can't if you're, stop, if you're ever stop. expecting them to stop they will never this is the anchorman quote <laughs> podcast <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> how was your week? What'd you watch? What's going on? I see you're wearing a Forsaken Cinema t-shirt. I know, which for the record, folks, you can get your own at ForsakenCinema.com. Yeah, go to ForsakenCinema.com, click the little merch link, you can go to TeePublic, or you can click it on our Instagram. And uh, apparently someone bought a mug? Is that I, what you're saying? I guess someone bought a mug, if, yeah. the, if you were the one who bought the mug, let us know, because yes. that's cool. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so we obviously are a week late because I had some family stuff happen, which I'm not going to talk about because it's depressing as hell. Yeah, I, I put something so, up on Instagram. Thank you, everyone, for your patience. Yeah, I didn't even say anything about that. I know, but you know, they're expecting an that's, episode every week, and then life. we just like, you that's know. That's life. I put something up on Instagram. I'm trying to be more active on there. And yeah. Mel's grandpa's a piece of shit. <laughs> he went to a care facility, Is that jerk. Is he really jerk. a piece of shit? He's not. A, he wasn't a good person. Oh because of alcoholism but now he doesn't remember anything because he has really bad dementia so oh that's life that's sad it is sad <laughs> so that's that why, really but that's sucks. why we were off a week because we i was helping my mom with some stuff oh, but I understand. anyways forget about that that's fucking depressing yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you about what i watch and all that jazz okay so what'd you I, watch i like everybody else saw the new scream movie yep did you see it yet? Nope. Okay. Not interested. Well, Ghostface kills people, the OG3 make appearances, yada, yada, yada. Amanda saw it. I know. My we wife. saw it on the same day. My lovely wife. Yeah, yes, you missed each wife. other for like an, by like an hour. Your <laughs> wife has not texted me back yet. Are you so paranoid? She's because d- she said she wanted to hang out yesterday. Yeah, she does. Well, she doesn't want to hang out. She's got a clean... They, no, she doesn't. They were it's watching, just me. They were, watching, um, they were watching R.I.P.D. before I came oh, over. Ugh. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Alex had never seen it. See, there, there he is. There, oh. There's Meatball with his head in my knob. There you go. Anyways, so let me talk about Scream. I liked it. I didn't love it. Still really enjoyable. Uh, the tribute to Wes Craven was great. There's a character named Wes. And you see an uh, Elm Street sign at some point. That's cool. Uh, obviously, it's self-aware. There's some Easter eggs and jokes and a lot of stuff that is heavily inspired by the first movie. There's a lot of callback with that, uh-huh. which I don't mind. I know some people didn't like that. Uh, the kills were bloody and wonderful. Uh, some people were getting stabbed like for real stab there's a lot of stabbing ouch wow ouchy stabbies ouchies ouchies um but there are some things that i don't like um first off like michael didn't notice this i guess because he doesn't pay attention to these things and it's like a little picky but like they're high school students and every single girl had like these crazy lip fillers Uh like they like get botox in their lips or whatever and you're like like, they all had dsls I wouldn't say that because they're high school students. Oh, shit. <laughs> they're probably not. They're probably like 20-year-olds well, playing high school students. It, like, so it's like distracting to me because I'm like, wow, how did you guys all get... <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad. I feel gross. Yeah. 
Ew. I take it back. I'm calling the police. Yeah, call the police. Hello, Get me out of here. I deserve it this <laughs> Anyways. Time. <laughs> I like that was distracting to me. I'm sorry. I just, I just, they're supposed to be high school students. When I went to high school, no one had Botox in their lips. No one had anything. We had little baby lips. Embarrassing. Um, and there's also the obviously this is spoiler free but there's new characters who have some type of relation or like you know attachment to an old character and i thought that was really forced and a bit cheesy uh-huh. and like the main actress storyline had me rolling my eyes like seriously i was getting really annoyed because like her thing was like she's related to somebody in some way and it's like uh, amanda, t- amanda told me i know i'm not gonna tell <laughs> no, people it. but it actually was very annoying to me i hated that part of the movie that's what she said and then, like, she had this dialogue with her little sister at times, and it was, like, so snooze fest. Like, some of that stuff, we don't need. Uh-huh. But I digress. It does have Jack Quaid in it, so if you like, you know, the boys, La Petite Huey. He's, he did a phenomenal <laughs> job. I definitely think he was probably the best actor out of all of them. And he's surprisingly really attractive to me. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> this is a good-looking dude. He's goofy-looking. I don't think he's goofy-looking. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. He's like the I have perfect questionable taste. In he's men. the perfect mix between Dennis Quaid and uh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. He yeah. looks exactly like both of them at once. <laughs> and apparently, his dad, Dennis Quaid, is dating someone like younger or married to someone younger than Jack. I the think. Jack. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's awkward, right? That's fucking weird. Oh, my problem. But uh, anyways, I think this movie uh, is good enough to put in with I'd be the like, screen. Dad, binge. what are you yeah. doing? Well, what's he gonna do? He can't say anything. <laughs> I would say something. So I like. Would not hesitate to throw this into the Scream Binge Fest when it comes out on DVD. It yeah. works. It doesn't mess okay. up the... Cool. I do think it's better than some of two and three yeah. and four, but there's people who are saying like, oh, it's better than or on par with the first. I can't agree with that. I never understood the sequels to that movie. Yeah, they're stupid, but they're fun. Uh, I didn't find them that fun. Okay, whatever. I'm just Moving not a fan on. of the franchise. I like the first movie a lot. Well, obviously I am and but so I, is your wife. I just don't understand how they kept anything going. Like, how do you keep that going? Like, the whole, the whole, the, the, the thing that made the movie so amazing was the end when you find out it's Billy mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, Stu. and Stu. And it's like, whoa, you know, you don't see. And it, like, without that, like. Well, but then the second one, it's Stu's mom and yeah, like her little helper. That's stupid. Okay. I mean, the second one's not a good movie. I enjoy it. It's not good. That's dumb. And the third one is like her brother that we didn't know she had. So <laughs> that's like with this movie too, is I keep adding like relatives that weren't in the yeah, original. And you're like, like okay, we never heard of this person. Nev Campbell would have been in like, like an institution or something at that point. Yeah. She would have been. Well, like, don't you think? Like, all of that trauma constantly, like, constantly, yeah. all through your life. People are constantly dying and all around you. And trying to kill you. you, yes. Yeah. I don't know. It was fun. I don't care. All right. Um, the second movie I watched is a Shudder exclusive 2021's For the Sake of Vicious. For the Sake of Vicious. Yes. So it's about an overworked nurse returns home to find a maniac hiding out with a bruised and beaten hostage. When an unexpected wave of violent intruders descend upon her home, it becomes a fight for survival. Okay, so it's an hour and 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's a super low-budget indie sort of slashery revenge film. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. It's kind of middle of the road overall. The main slasher intruder guy, look, he's trying his best. He's I'm going to say he's trying his best, best acting-wise. But he's doing some weird, like, hand thing, like Nicolas Cage. And often his mouth is, like, open, like, mouth breather. like Mouth breeder? Breather, sorry. <laughs> yeah, please don't breed with your mouth. <laughs> I don't think you could do that. I don't think that's possible. Um... I don't know. Maybe it's to make himself seem crazier or on edge, but it's a bit laughable. Yeah, it sounds and weird. And it's like if 
honestly, if Nicolas Cage was in this role, it would work. Okay. Because it's so ridiculous what he's doing. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Um, the nurse actress, Laura Burke, I don't know. I don't think she's in anything else I've seen. She's She did a great job, though. Her, she's probably the best acting of the movie. Um, this movie has a lot of close action fight scenes. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? Like close up, like they're in a tiny bathroom fighting, like oh, action like fighting. closed space yeah. fight scenes. So there is a decent amount of blood. So that's a positive. It's still like really slow in the beginning and hard to know who to trust for a while. It's pretty much a meh middle of the road movie. Uh, I don't know. It's not great. Okay. Doesn't yeah. sound like you recommend it. I do not. Um, for the sake of your happiness, skip this movie. <laughs> So there's that. That works. And then I'll talk about one a TV series that I watched and we'll get to my book later. Okey so dokey. I've been watching Apple TV series Servant. So it's produced and some episodes are directed by M. Night Shyamalama Lama Lama. So I was a bit weary, you know. He kind of has been letting me down a, le- a lot lately. But actually, it's pretty good. Uh, a Philadelphia couple, so they're in Philly. Dope. Ooh. Is in mourning. <laughs> we after- live near Philly. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people I'm from Philly so they don't know where I live. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. A Philadelphia couple is in mourning after an unexpected tragedy creates a rift in their marriage and opens the door for a mysterious force to enter their home. So it stars Lauren Ambrose, who was the daughter in Six Feet Under. And then the selling factor for me is that her brother is played by Rupert Grint, who, if people don't know, that was Ron Weasley in Harry Potter. You know, the ginger Uh, who, like, I was in love with growing up. Oh, yeah, okay. That guy. So it starts off as a series about like a nanny who's hired to take care of a doll used to help a grieving mother cope. So like their baby died. So it's pretty much like, and then like they have this nanny who comes in. Um, so Servant takes a series of left turns that leave you curious and perplexed. There are weird incidents and reveals through the season. The cinematography is wonderful. Lots of uncomfortable close-ups. Lots of shots from the outside perspective. Um, I, the first two seasons are out. I finished it. And then the first episode of the third season just came out that I watched. It's actually really, really good. I was surprised. There's some cult stuff going on. There's some questionable supernatural stuff possibly going on. You don't know who to trust. The acting is phenomenal all around. Uh, yeah. And the visuals are creepy. There's a lot of stuff happening in backgrounds that you should pay attention to that like are like Easter eggs for other things that happen in the show. So I definitely highly, highly, highly recommend Servant from Apple TV. Okay. Okay. Cool. And that's that. So how have you been? What have you been doing? What have uh, you been watching? I've been good. Are you sweaty? I'm sweaty. I'm not sweaty. Why am sweaty. I so sweaty? Oh I feel God. good, actually. I feel sweaty. I'm drinking hot tea, too, so maybe I shouldn't maybe, do that. Maybe that's why. Oh, God. That's probably because I'm in here. People tend to sweat around me. I mean, I'm very, you know. Because we think you're a cop? <laughs> what? Because you think I'm a cop? Not trustworthy. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm doing good. I told you earlier, I went back to the gym trying to get my life, you know, wow ring a ding ding trying to get my life um yeah i'm trying to not be a fat pile of shit anymore oh and uh get in shape you know yeah i'm like hurtling towards a heart attack at 40 (laughs) trying to prevent that so i went back to the gym it sucked (laughs) i almost threw up uh and i have to go again tomorrow morning so that was my week basically was dealing with being sore and yeah. in pain <laughs> everywhere. That's fair. Yeah, that first week back, man. And next week's just going to be it's worse. It's always rough, yeah. It's the first like three weeks, four weeks are awful, but... You can do I it. I can do it. Self-care. I haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> Self-care, that sounds dumb. Yeah, who cares about yourself? Yeah, get out of here. Anyway, so that was basically my week. And I watched some really great movies this week. I am excited Please to talk about these two movies. I watched. Just two movies? 
Yeah, just two. I was going to talk about three, but uh, I'll talk about the third one briefly. It does. It doesn't even warrant me talking about because it was so bad mm-hmm. and awful. But I'll talk about that one too. A uh, certain Netflix movie that was recently released. Um, I watched 1988's Slime City. Mm-hmm. You were telling oh me about that. Oh my fucking god! Yeah. A student moves into a rundown building in New York City. His bizarre neighbors make a concoction in their apartment they call <laughs> wine, but when he takes some of it, he turns into a deformed, murderous monster. Uh, there is a little bit more than that wow. to the plot that I should explain. Uh, the owners of the apartment are part of a cult. Okay. And they've been there for a long time, and they used to have this leader named Zachary. 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 Oh, man. Um, and uh, they make this stuff that... It's it's like ectoplasm, they mm-hmm. called it. It's like the spirit of these other people that were in the cult that had died. And they're giving it to people that live in the apartment so that the people in the apartment become those people. Like the spirits of the old cult members take over the people in the apartment oh, complex. Um, and yeah, it, that sounds convoluted, but actually they did a good job of explaining it. You know, for a low budget, mm-hmm. like indie 80s horror movie, it really could have gotten confusing. But they tell it and they do everything in a, in a way that's actually coherent and you can understand mm-hmm. and follow along. So that was, yeah, I was surprised at that. I was, Slide I kept city. expecting to be like, what, well, you know, why are they doing this? It's like, oh, they explained it. Cool. Like, oh, why the fuck is this? Oh, oh, they let me know what happened. Cool. Okay. That's not typical of like every bad 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And uh, he doesn't really get turned into a deformed monster. Uh, he very quite literally starts melting. Oh. So, yeah. And the only way... This is the only thing I didn't understand. The only way to stop the melting is to kill someone. So, he's going around. He starts to melt. And he's like a good guy. Yeah. Um, he's got a girlfriend. And she's trying to figure out what's going on with him. Because he's I'm slowly... Melting. He's slowly being possessed by this Zachary dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and he melts. And then in order to stop the melt, he like kills a sex worker. Or he kills a, a homeless person. And, mm-hmm. you know... Kills his best friend at one point. I think I'm spoiling too much. Wow, that's so But mean. anyway, um, I have been trying to watch this movie for the last like five or six years. I found out about it like f- five years ago. What took so long? Um, I, ca- I couldn't find it anywhere. Okay. I could, all, all of the Blu-rays and DVDs were like nowhere. Mm-hmm. You could buy the Blu-ray for like $150. And you don't want to like, do that unless no, you've seen it at, at all, least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was never streaming anywhere. At least not at the times that I would look, because I would forget about it and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess I'll see that later. Because it sounded like the synopsis and everything, and I read stuff on it, it sounded like, like well, this is a Chuck movie, like for sure. Definitely, He's yeah. going, yeah, like I would love this movie. And it just wasn't ever available. And I think one time last year, maybe mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, it popped up on YouTube. Or like, I, I, I never think to look on YouTube. Yeah, and course, I thought, yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I never checked YouTube. So I went on YouTube and it was there and I rented it for like 99 cents but i it would not play like i couldn't get it to play i don't know what really? was wrong with it yeah i kept trying and i emailed like youtube and i got no response you get a like, refund <laughs> yeah no i didn't i wasn't trying to get a refund i was trying to watch the movie but 99 cents man. 99 cents oh but that for a dollar yeah <laughs> but i just couldn't get it and then i was like whatever i'm i guess i'm never going to watch this movie and then i sat down on like thursday and was like flipping through the channels and looking at Tubi and stuff. And I mm-hmm. brought up Tubi. And there it was. Oh. Like recommended for you. Beautiful. Slime City. And I was like, yes. So I couldn't watch it that Thursday because I was like, no, you have to do it right. You have to make like a night out of it. Like oh, you've yeah. been waiting for this movie forever. 
So we like went out to eat with uh, I went out to eat with Alex, my kids. Amanda was at work, and then we came back. We played Mario Kart, and I nice. got snacks and stuff. And like we're gonna watch Slime City, and I checked the parents' guy. There was nothing like crazy in it. There was no nudity or sex or anything. Oh, I thought Meepo was throwing up. He's eating something. Oh, I hope he's what? um. What? So I watched it, and I absolutely adore this movie. It is <laughs> so good. It is so like what the fuck, silly. Like gross out body horror eighties yeah. trash gold. Anybody that likes the movies, like anybody that likes melt movies in general, if you <laughs> like street trash or the Incredible Melting Man or mm-hmm. you know body melt or even like the Blob, yeah. Um, and you like like eighties so bad it's good movies like trash movies because this is full of terrible acting and and weird dialogue and like just weird things happening. If you like that sort of shit, then this one hundred percent you have to check out Slime City. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Um, well, it's not. It's really, really bad. But, but it's, it's so but bad. It's, it's good. Awesome. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, the pacing is amazing. Like I almost, I don't, I don't want to say it's better than Street Trash, Ooh. but Street Trash has parts of it that are like kind of boring and mm-hmm. weird, and like, like I could do without this. Um, Slime City didn't have any of that. I thought every scene in Slime City was like great. Something crazy was happening mm-hmm. in every single scene, whether somebody was melting. Or there was these scenes where uh, the main dude was having sex. You said well, there was no sex. Well, listen, I don't. I think they were trying to insinuate that they were having sex. Okay. Because they were like dry humping with the clothes on. Oh, I, yeah. You re- know, I've never sex, so I'm not sure if that that sounds right. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think that's sex, yeah, right? Yeah, she might be pregnant. <laughs> but I think they were like, it, like saying like, oh, they're having sex. You just we're not allowed to show it. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to show it for this movie, which the movies very much are. Um, and there's lots of language and like, you know, yeah, uh, like raunchy talk through parts of it. And like, I, I don't understand why they didn't just have the sex scene, but Fair. whatever they didn't, they had this weird dancey, weird sex, uh, with clothes on. <laughs> um, so yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I like, I liked everything about it. Um, but the ending is if you thought that any part of this movie was boring, the ending, like, or, or you know, you didn't like any, the ending mm-hmm. is absolutely glorious. It's so over the top and so crazy. So at the end, he's basically, he gets back with his girlfriend. Okay. And he's like, I'm not taking, you know, I'm not eating that, I'm not taking that wine anymore. I'm going to get out of his apartment. And they, they make up because they like split or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's too late. He's already had too much of it. And, okay. And he he turns fully into Zachary. Only it's a yellow Zachary made out of slime, basically. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, a, I was looking at like the pictures. Monster. It looks great. Yeah. Um. And they have this epic fight in this little kitchen, and she starts hacking off body mm-hmm. parts, and there is slime coming out of him everywhere. And like his body parts, is made of slime. He like can't die. Oh wow. So like his body parts are coming off, and there's slime shooting out of him, and but they're still alive. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, well, I won't spoil it too much. But yeah, by the end of the fight, and I won't tell you the outcome and what happens, something happens that made me lose control of my body. Oh. I was laughing yeah, so hard. Gotcha. I just about did. I almost fell on the ground. Like you can ask my kids. They were like, are you okay? I was <laughs> like, look at what is happening. This is insane. Um, yeah, I loved it so much. But by the end, the, the entire kitchen was covered in like nasty yellow. Ew orangey Pussy, slime yeah. it looked like honey mustard was everywhere it was <laughs> gross um and i loved it so much 
it was so good. I highly, like I said, I highly Are you recommend. Watch Slime City Massacre. I said on Instagram that I was going to watch it, and then I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. Well, I had a chance to last night, but I did the responsible yeah. thing, and I ended up doing a bunch of research on Hatchet and like watching the commentary and all this stuff. That's fair. Yeah. So you can tell tell us about it next episode. Yeah, I guess I probably will. I'm, there's no way I'm not going to watch it this week. Um, so yeah, if you like movies like I listed, Body Melt, Street Trash, that sort of thing, uh, this is right up your alley. And if you just like like um, 80s trash movies mm-hmm. or trash cinema, which you do, which I can't get oh, enough of lately, yeah. <laughs> um, then you should definitely check out Street Trash. It just will, can't get enough. Yeah. Just can't get enough. Slime City is oozing with all of the gross-out <laughs> goop, gore, and glee needed to satisfy any 80s body horror itch. Nice. That was well done. Thanks. Good one. Goopy. And surprise, surprise, my next movie is also a trash movie from 1992 called Winter Beast. Winter Beast. On Shudder. Oh, if you type that in, you're going to see all kinds of crazy shit. 19. Oh, it's one word? Yeah. Jeez. This movie is... Oh! This movie is insane. <laughs> I think I saw this. Really? It's on Shutter. Yeah. yeah, I'd never even heard of it. Oh, yeah. I watched this like weirdly, oddly years ago for some reason. I oh, you've seen this? It. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so crazy. Did you like it? Um, It was so bad. <laughs> it's so yes. terrible, but it's so I remember great. most of it. I remember all these characters, though. Ugh. All right. Here's the synopsis. People are being killed off near a popular mountain lodge with a legend claiming that the mountain is haunted by a deadly Native American demonic curse, which it is. Um... This movie is insane. Mm. Um, there's lots of stop motion animation that looks really terrible. Uh, the ending I'll talk about is really <laughs> crazy. Um, again, really terrible acting, really terrible dialogue. There are some scenes in it that, that which I'll talk about. One scene in particular that just go on way too long to the point where you start laughing because yeah. like, is this going to be over soon? Like, what? It, what is going on right now? I said that out loud so many times. Like, what is yeah. happening right now? What? Who, who made this decision? Um, so there's lots of stuff like that. So bad, it's good. Loved this movie. Highly recommend. I will get into a couple scenes because I could sit here and tell you how crazy it is. Uh, but I just have to. It's like that movie. What did I do last week? That movie, Night Killer. Mm-hmm. Where you, I, you can't. I can't tell you how insane this movie is without just telling you, like some of the some of the stuff that happens in it um oh i wrote this uh maybe it's just because we've all been you know for the last two years keeping a safe distance and we've been keeping our six feet apart and Mm -hmm. doing that for two years but i don't think so it seemed to me like everyone in this movie had to get like right up against (laughs) each other's faces to talk like they couldn't hear each other that Uh. was really weird i noticed about halfway through the movie i was like why is everyone so close to each other talking? It's like a movie full of like close talkers. Yeah. Close talkers. Um, of yeah. the first kind. I work with a close talker. Ew, I would be mad. Um, to the point where, and this is before COVID, I, I had to tell him once. Because yeah. he would get right up in my face. And we would make fun of him all the time. I'd fist, somebody, fist for, fight somebody. He was a perfectly nice guy. Like he's perfect. He's a hard worker. He's, he's great. But like whenever he had to tell you something, he would come up. And one time I had to, I had to like put my hand like on his chest. Like, yo, dude, mm-hmm. can you back up like please get out of my face i wasn't mean about it i didn't say it quite like that but i was yeah. like dude you talk way too close to people you gotta back up man and he was like yeah people have told me that before and I'm like why don't you stop doing it <laughs> anyway enough about close talkers <laughs> um there's this oh god <laughs> this scene is 
I okay. This this probably is the epitome of like what is going on in this movie. There's a scene where this dude uh, that knew the mountain uh, they were on really well. He lived there for a long time, and he knew a lot of the tribes that were there, and he knew about the the Native American history. And he had a friend that was a, a chief in one of the tribes and stuff, and he okay. like he like knew all this stuff. Um, and he was the one who kind of was like, I think the curse has been brought back there's this curse in the mountain that brings things to life and mm-hmm. it resurrects these monsters and all this stuff and there's a demon and he's like explaining it and he pulls out this box uh this box full of stuff that an old native american friend had given him uh the name of the, the guy i think it was a chief or it was no it wasn't a chief he was his name was burning wolf but he gave <laughs> this dude he gave this dude a box that was given to him by an old yeah. native american yeah. witch doctor which I do Native Americans have witch doctors? I cannot say. <laughs> uh, probably not. I don't think so. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> but, like a weird stereotype. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what he said. I'm not, I'm not saying right? it. He said Native American witch doctor. Or he said Indian witch doctor because this is the yeah. freaking 80s or early 90s. And like it, was, it had been passed down and, and it had like uh, this tooth in it. So they opened the box and like I said, there's a big animal tooth in it. Mm-hmm. And a taxidermy penis. Oh. The penis was taken from a warrior that was killed by the Chokura, which was some demon monster that now he believes is playing the monster. End of discussion on yeah. the penis. <laughs> Let's talk about the... Uh, could you give us... Could you describe oh, the penis? It was a penis. It was uncircumcised. It looked like a white penis. How, what was the length? Uh, it was smaller than so, mine. It looks... So it, so it was... So like two inches? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, no, it looked like a regular, I don't no, know, like an on. average sized dick, okay. uncircumcised penis. But it was white. It wasn't yeah. like Native American. It was. Well, we don't know. It maybe, looked very Caucasian. Maybe some people don't tan their full bodies. I but don't know. but he's like, oh, that was a penis taken from a warrior that fought yeah. a demon. And why? And the other two people are like, oh. And then they move on. Right. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Why is that in there? That's not questionable <laughs> at all. Yeah, they they give like these oh interesting nods. And then he said, and then and he's like, the tooth, here's the tooth. And then they talk about the tooth extensively. Yeah. They don't once mention why the penis was taken, why the penis was there. And then they close the box mm-hmm. and go about their business. Like, what? No one asked why there was a taxidermied penis in this box. Wow, nice dick. <laughs> that was I had to I had to rewind it like eight times. Let me like, borrow this for a little like, bit. Not, I'll, they don't I'll be back. S- yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay, this is funny. <laughs> this woman gets killed in her home by a giant stop-motion animated totem pole mm-hmm, monster. Mm-hmm. And it, like, goes... To the totem pole monster's, like, outside her house. It's, like, this little miniature... It, you could tell it's, like, some miniature model house. Yeah. Totem pole monster's, like, looking inside. And she's got her shirt, like, open because she was changing, of course. And she's like, ah! No, don't and then look the, at And then it shows the stop-motion stop totem pole monster, like, reach into the house and pull her out. And I'm thinking they're going to, like, cut away mm-hmm. and show her with some crazy big, like, stick hand on her. But they just they just made her out of clay, too. Oh, nice. And it looks so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, throws her against the house, and there's, like, blood, and she mm-hmm. dies. It's, like, clay blood. It was terrible yes, and wonderful. hilarious. But that's not even the funniest part of that. The woman, who this is in the kind of in the beginning of the movie, she shows back up in the middle of the movie. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> she dies. She's very clearly killed. Yes. And then halfway through the movie, her character shows back up. Okay. Like they, they just forgot, kidding. They forgot they killed her. Oh man, this movie was so great. 
Um, okay, this was one of the long scenes. Uh, this happened a couple times. Mm-hmm. This very long scene, and I guess this guy's the mayor. He's some creepy-looking old guy who's like in charge of the town. He's yeah. like the mayor. He's just the richest guy in town or whatever. Uh, and you find out that he's the dude that kind of caused everything. Um, so he, 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 there's this really long scene where there's this really weird song playing from probably like the 30s. Okay. Or the 20s, like mm-hmm. Johnny and the Fair, like Johnny won't come home from the fair mm-hmm. or something. It's some like girl, little girl singing it. That's not creepy at all. And he's and um, they figure out it's him, so they go to like spy on him. So mm-hmm. they're watching him. <laughs> and this goes on seriously for like five or six full minutes with this dude dancing around this room mm-hmm. to this song. And he puts on like this weird clown mask at one point. Mm-hmm. And it's, I swear to God, it's like at least five minutes. They're just watching him do this. And I'm like, after about minute two, you're like, okay, what is happening? After minute three, you're like, you're starting to laugh. Like, right. what the fuck is going on? Like, why won't they stop him? What, what Please, is that? No more. What is happening? And eventually they come out, but I was like, why did you wait until the song was over? They played this entire song and like... Maybe they liked the song. Maybe. maybe not, like, like, we should get him now. Like, oh, yeah, but this is our jam. No, I really like the song. This Just is my jam. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was, yeah, the song ends and they're like, they pop out and after the song is done um, and they're like, we knew it was you all along and then blah, blah, blah. We got you. And they have a gun or whatever because mm-hmm. one of they're like the, the rangers. Um, and he, he takes off the mask and he laughs a whole lot. He starts laughing for way too long. And like, okay, what is happening? <laughs> and then his head catches on fire and melts into his neck <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> No, that happens all the time. And it looks terrible. Yeah. It happens to you all the time. Yeah. Uh, then we cut. And then, like, you think the movie's over for some reason. But, but wait, the movie cuts more. to, like, cuts to the Rangers and everybody else being completely normal. Like, everything's mm-hmm. over and everything's done. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This movie's <laughs> crazy. Uh, and that, what I wrote down, and then there's a bunch of stop animo shit that really needs to be seen. Oh, yeah. Like there's this really bad there's there's a couple more spots of bad stop motion animation with monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to describe it. This big monster comes to life and it's pretty cool looking, but yeah, it kills somebody on a rope, pulls their head off. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Oh, there's a Native American zombie <laughs> or not Native American zombie, a Native American mummy yeah. that comes up from the ground. Oh, because they you know, do cause the, that. Yeah, they, they did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, what? Does this Egypt. person know anything about Native Americans at all? Probably offensive. No. That yeah, I could imagine. Um, and the last ten minutes or so, like seriously, it's like ten minutes. Uh, there's no dialogue. It's just this really annoying music playing. They find the mm-hmm. demon. The demon finally shows up, and it's like this big giant demon. Yep. This terrible makeup. That has horns that look like they were bought from like Spirit <laughs> Halloween. And it's chasing these two guys find it and they're like, what do we do? We got to take it out. And it's 10 minutes with no dialogue and this thing. And they're doing this like forced perspective thing. Mm-hmm. There's a real person in costume, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be a giant. So it's doing this like really corny like camera angles thing and trying to make you believe that it's giant, which they actually didn't do a terrible job. But it's just like lunging at them. Yeah. And like they're running out of the way and then it turns around and it lunges at him again for like 10 fucking minutes. Beautiful. It, <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So I loved this movie. <laughs> How could you not? Dude, I laughed my ass off all the way through it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, it's one of the best 
so bad it's good movies I think I've ever seen. Well, maybe not the best. It's not my favorite, but it's one of the. It's like, it's it would be hard to find a movie that. Well, I guess not. That's a lot of these movies. It was good. It was up there as being the one of the more like what the fuck movies. Yeah. Like what is happening? Um. Yeah, even maybe even more so than Night Killer, because Night Killer was crazy. But anyway, that's <laughs> yeah, that's it. I I recommend it if you like trash. Definitely worth a watch. And you got Shutter and. Uh, this would be another great movie, along with Slime City and, and trash movies in general. Uh, grab a drink, like you know, get ready to you know, don't take it too seriously. Get some friends. Mm-hmm. That's how it's best watched. Winter Beast could have been a winter bore, but it turned out to be a winter best, and I <laughs> highly recommend it to like-minded uh, trash fans. Nice. <laughs> winter best. Winter best. Winter Beast, more like winter best. Wow. That's all I got. Oh, wait. I was going to talk about one more. I will talk about this very briefly. Do it. it. does not deserve any attention. Oh, no. Uh, there's a new Netflix movie, newer. I'm not sure when it came out. I didn't look it up because I didn't care. Uh, called Brazen. Brazen. Starring Alyssa Milano. You know what? I almost watched oh, that. Oh, God. Oof. But I don't really care for her. Um, I thought she was attractive in the 90s. But somehow, I think she's even more attractive now. No, she's attractive. She I looked, never thought she was a great she actress, though. Sm- no, she wasn't great. She was smoking hot, though. I couldn't get over it. I was yeah, like, she wow. Looks good. She looks gorgeous. Um, well, this movie has bad reviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, the only reason it got put on is because Amanda and I couldn't figure, we couldn't decide on something. And I, was, yeah. I just gave it to her. I was like, all right, pick something. Well, there's this new movie on Netflix. And she was like, don't read reviews. I just want to watch it. And I was like, okay, put it oh. on. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Yes, that seems to be the consensus. Super duper boring. Wait, no, it's based like, on a nothing book happens. by Nora Roberts? How did they even turn that into a thriller? I don't know. She's like all romance bullshit. Well, there was a lot of romance in this between her, between Alyssa Milano and this cop guy. Yeah. Um, but she's a novelist and she writes murder mysteries and she like works with the police to get information, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a, like to, you know, she interviews people and stuff. And um, somehow she's with the cop. Somehow she inserts herself into this investigation. Oh, her I sister is that. murdered. Yeah. And she inserts herself into the investigation and they bring her on as a consultant. And they're even like, okay, we'll allow it. Like, whatever. Why? One, her sister was killed. So she, it's too, she's yeah, too close she to the case. Yeah, she wouldn't be allowed She would not be yeah, allowed. No way. Two, she's romantically involved with the cop. Like, that is a huge conflict and of interest. And he's the killer. No, he wasn't the killer. Damn it. Damn it. Three, they're, like, letting her, like, interview witnesses. That's, they would they're never. letting her, like, talk during the trial. and or Maybe. I don't remember. Never would happen. She's allowed to, like, handle evidence and, like, be on the crime scene. And, like, dude, it's like, no. A consultant would not be allowed to do any of these things. She, like, takes over the investigation, basically. Yeah, that would never happen. I couldn't believe it. It's so dumb. It was really, really stupid. And don't waste your time. F minus. Wow. Terrible, terrible movie. I'm Did not she a, do I the killing? Huh? Is she the killer? No. Come on. Uh, the killer was one of the teacher's students. Oh, God. Um, was she having an affair? No, she... I'm really just trying to do Alyssa Milana's sister uh, needed money. So on the side, she started... There was this like... Um, like this bondage fetish site. Okay, yeah. Where you know She's what I mean? a web girl. You, yeah, a cam, a, a, girl. a cam girl, basically, yeah. yeah. Which they every, everyone was all ashamed of it, too. Why? It's like, I, don't, I don't know. And she was all ashamed of it. And when Melissa Milano found out, she was like, oh, my God, what was she That's doing? That's so dumb. Sex work is real work. <laughs> like, it's fine. What? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Go for her. Like what it's the heck? it's 2022. Like really, we're yeah. still hung up on this stuff. Well, it's based off of a book, so I don't know. It was terrible. I hated it. I didn't even. I didn't. It's brazen that this movie would call itself brazen because nothing. There's nothing brazen about it. <laughs> it's stupid. But she just, you know, dominatrix. That's brazen. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's brazen. Stupid ass movie. It's fair. And it was corny too. She would have like the whip, and yeah. she was like doing the videos, and she would like, sp- like slap the whip or whatever. Like, oh, do you feel that? I'm like, no, no, it's, it's <laughs> no, <on>. I don't. <laughs> but she would pretend to be like doing the stuff yeah. to the person. It was like J O I almost. Like, I just didn't get it. Yeah. Do you know eh. what J O I is? No. <laughs> Jerk off instructions. Oh no, I did not know <laughs> it's that. It's a whole type of video. Wow. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. just, just well. watch real porn. Yeah. Like a real person. Like a Come real on. person. I don't know. Somebody's got to be into it, I guess. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that is all for me. Those three movies, two great ones and one don't, don't even bother. That's um, fair. Yeah, Winter Beast and Slime City. Wait, so great. Burst. So great. Uh, so it's time for your book club. Welcome to <laughs> Mel's book club. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I read The Damnation Game by Clive Barker. I like the name. Yes, it's dope. Oh, it's Clive Barker? Yes, written so in good. 1985. Oh, he's great. He's so great. <laughs> uh, there are things worse than death. There are games so seductively evil, so wondrously vile, no gambler can resist. Oh. Amid the shadow-scarred rubble of World War II, Joseph Whitehead dared to challenge the dark champion of life's ultimate game. Now a millionaire locked in a terror-shrouded fortress of his own design, oh Joseph Whitehead has held to pay, and no soul is safe from this ravaging fear that resurrected fury, the unspeakable desire of the damn nation game that sounds pretty pretty wild it was wild well it was good it was good it contained many twisted images of the macabre that you know clyde barker has come to be associated with yeah um it was somehow but it's more than just like his dark creepy it was like poetic and gloomy in a sense it was great what are you you saying in there michael can't read he doesn't understand you talking to you talking to yourself i think he's mocking us now I talk to myself too. Amanda makes fun of me all the time for it. That's because <laughs> trains and piano. Anyways, uh, so the premise of the story is interesting enough, and of course inspired by the infamous German tale of Faust. Um, Faust. Faust. Sorry. Uh-huh. An unsatisfied scholar makes a deal with the devil for unlimited knowledge and worldly pleasure. All he has to give up is his soul. Who knows, of course, what happens to our soul, but if the devil in the story wants it so bad, then I'm pretty sure it has some importance. Importance. Whether here or there. The damnation game has its merits. The mystery and build up are engrossing and dangerously tantalizing. So Tantalizing. Clive Barker always does this thing where he's like it's like seductive and scary. Like He's sexual like, and Yes, scary, he yeah. does this like erotic, like pleasure pain thing. Yeah. This is not like any different. And he's a great author, 100%. Um, this book was an easy read. Uh, very dark. But it was also awesome, well written. Highly recommend. Okay. The Damnation Game. Okay. That's all you're going to say about it? Yes, be sure to play. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Thank you for coming to my book club. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? We good? Is That's it break it. time? I yeah, let's break. do the hatchies. I need to. I need to blow my nose. Okay. I, need a, I need a beer. Okay. Very uncomfortable today. Yeah. Blow my nose. Okie dokie. Uh, Osborne Cox, is this Osborne <laughs> Cox? 
We'll be right back. Wow. We here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for listening. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line. Send us a suggestion. Let us know how we're doing. You can reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema, on Twitter at Cinema Forsaken, through email, ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can listen to episodes of Forsaken Cinema wherever you find your podcast. While you're there, please like, subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the episode. All right, this is, tra- this is a trailer for... Uh, Hatchet. Hatchet, right. Hatchet, buddy. Right. Piano. No voiceover, guys. Once upon a time, there was a boy named oh. Victor Crowley. Voiceover tile. kind of Victor, so he stayed hidden in his daddy's house. They should have had this in the, the movie. Night. Yeah, it's creepy as hell. <laughs> One night, some mean children came to his house. What a and bunch of jerks! What a bunch of little shit. Daddy dropped down the door to save him. He didn't know Victor was pressed against the other side. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ow. that's so silly to me. <laughs> it My makes me laugh. They say people disappear in those woods. They say. And legend has it, if you get close enough to the old Crowley house at night, you can still hear Victor Crowley. Yeah, that's creepy. Roman in the woods. Crying for his daddy. Oh, daddy! Such a tragic tale. Uh, I want to go home. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, please leave. I was just kidding. I love being here and doing the show with We're you. We're gonna die. And we have band practice. Holy shit! Now we. The band's getting back I don't together. Wanna, I don't want to show off with my musical talent, so, <laughs> so keep the tambourine to Didn't yourself. did you used to play guitar? Yeah. Why don't you like pick it up and like get good at it again and then be in our band? I'm not interested. Oh, whatever. I couldn't be in a band with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you like work with him. Yeah, no way. <laughs> All right, that was the trailer for... Hatchet. Hatchet. Why don't why you are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, why don't you... Hatch it off our testicles with that synopsis. I don't know. That happens in the second one and the third one. I seen it. Okay. (laughs) When a group of tourists in a New Orleans, Nolens, Nolens, haunted swamp (laughs) tour find themselves stranded in a wilderness, their evening of fun and spooks turn into a horrific nightmare. That is true. Victor Crowley shows up. Initial thoughts. I believe I go first. Sure. Um, Let me just start off by saying how much I love this movie. I love this movie so much. It is so funny. And, uh, yep. And go- I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. I keep, <laughs> you don't remember what movie we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right? My brain hasn't been working too well today. Um, it's incredibly funny. It's cheesy in all the best ways. There's crazy gonzo gore in it. It is, it is one of the most fun movies that you can watch. The rewatchability of this movie too mm-hmm. is amazing. The, the rewatch value of this movie is, is through the roof. Dude. This is one of those movies, like, if you don't know what to watch, like, I don't know what I want to watch, Hatchet. 
Yeah. Put on hatchet. You don't need to think too much. You don't much. need to think. It's a lot of fun. You're going to laugh at all the lines. You're yeah. going to be like, oh, I forgot that line. That's hilarious. It, because it's just chalked full. Oh, yeah. Of like line after line after line. That's really, every every line is like really funny. And things that happen are funny. Mm-hmm. And then it and then at about the midpoint, it turns into this really crazy ass, gory horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's fucking hatchet. It's a great ass movie. Um, yeah, Adam Green, the director, did such a great job of capturing, like the the spirit of eighty. That's what he set out to do mm-hmm. was to capture the spirit of of eighties and seventies slashers, because he loved them so much. He was such a huge fan of them that and that when he you know finally got a chance to make a movie, that's exactly what he wanted to do. Um, and you can really tell how much he understood them and what made them work mm-hmm. and what they were all about. Um, because this movie captures it perfectly. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I said my brain is misfiring. Um, Sorry, we're almost done. <laughs> and not only did he make something that was like unique, because this is unique. Yeah. This, you know, it takes place in Louisiana in the swamps. There's no other real slasher that I can think of that does that. Maybe like Wrong Turn, but, um, you know, the location is unique. The character is unique. Um, so not only did he manage to like completely encapsul- encapsulate the spirit of like 80 slashers, like I said, but he also did something different with a genre that has been like, like farmed to the dirt, like to death. It's been done to death. Yeah. So not only did he do something unique, but you know, not only did he capture the spirit of 80 slashers, but he did something unique with it, which is crazy. And it sucks that we haven't seen this type of thing really since this movie okay hatchet was like the last iconic well we have terrifier so i guess terrifier is the most recent one but before terrifier i mean there's a huge stretch where the the iconic baddie you know slasher movie bad guy he was the last one really i've spent like 30 minutes an hour like pouring through movies from this movie to terrifier Mm -hmm. he was it um that that was at least you know that iconic and that memorable. Yeah. Um, and and this this is the last franchise that we got that was like that, and that sucks. And every time I st- I watch this movie, I think like, why isn't anyone doing this anymore? That's true. Why isn't there's this nothing even original really anymore? No, so. it's it's all remakes, and I'm not gonna sit and whine about that because there's really a lot of great movies that have come out yeah. over the years, and there's still well, a lot we of could, like we talked about this before. We should create another like yeah like know, i don't i don't understand why killer these like horror filmmakers aren't going back and doing stuff like that i mean Fair. i wish they would so yeah love it yeah great movie wish we had more stuff like this that's why i got so excited that's why a lot of people got so excited with terrifier because we got art the clown it's yeah. like oh it's happening again we but, finally got but his like the all hollows eve movies are pretty shit well there's just one right two i think was there two yeah i didn't see two yeah, there's they're not good though. No, and but his is Terrifier. Yeah, Terrifier is great, so and we're still t- waiting for the second yeah. one. Yeah, well, the second one's done, isn't it? Yeah, it should be out soon, right? I don't they know. They keep pushing I, everything. Yeah, I don't know. everything gets pushed back all the time now. <laughs> I really wish that would go somewhere. Like, give Terrifier like five, six film franchise. Yeah. And like, give us our '80s horror icons back. Like, I don't understand why that stopped being a thing. No, I hear you. Yeah, it's supposed to Terrifier Two is supposed to come out this year, so we'll see. Yeah. Has Felissa Rose in it? Oh, great! Yeah, so it might be bad. <laughs> it might be bad. Yeah, we'll see. Um, 
But yeah, that's all I have to say. Sorry I stuttered and my brain kept misfiring. Whatever happens. I get excited. This movie, like, I love this movie so much. And I have so much to say about it. But it's like, it's mostly like, why, you know, it's the complaint of like, why, like, I watch it and I just get frustrated. Because it's like, why isn't anyone doing this? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it would be a hit, definitely. And before this, what was it? Wishmaster was the last I one? I don't, I don't, yeah. It's been so long. Yeah. Wish Ma- I love Wishmaster. We did Wishmaster we did. recently. Okay, well, my initial All thoughts right. are pretty much the same. I love this movie. It's so stupid funny. The kills are great. Plenty of gore and blood and just the oh dialogue God. has me cracking up from beginning yeah, to dude, end. From the, from the gate to the very yeah, end, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Funny. And then you have like, I don't know. It's just really good. Uh, it's it's definitely like you said, like a movie that you could just put on and just it could yeah. just be on. Uh-huh. And you don't have to think too much about it. You can just enjoy it. So I agree. Movie is a lot of fun. Super fun. It's like a parody of slasher films almost. I wouldn't say that though. Mm, a little bit. I don't think so. I don't. That I listened to the commentary and I heard Adam Green's heart on the whole movie, mm-hmm. and it definitely wasn't trying to parody. Yeah. Uh, the slasher film. He was trying to recreate. Well, the feel of like Jason and Freddy. But funnier because those movies aren't really. Well, Freddy is far yeah. funnier than Jason, but yeah, that's true. Because you don't really get yeah. a lot of that comedy in it. And this is like full-on comedy. Yeah, I guess. But maybe that was just his take on it. I don't yeah. I don't know. Well, the he movie's He great. never mentioned anything about like parodying yeah. or anything. Yeah, it's lots of fun. I It might have come off it. that way unintentionally. Yeah, whatever. Because it is kind of silly, but I still love it. All right. Well. Uh, spoilers. Ahoy hoy. Oh, boy, boy. Let's do some frightening facts. Frightening facts. All right. Nice little scream there. <laughs> Let's do uh, the crew and the cast. This was written and directed by Adam Green, mm-hmm. uh, and it stars. There we go. Let's all the, kinds of people. Get all of them in here. Joel David Moore, who's been in a ton of shit. Oh yeah, um, that's a goofy looking dude. Yeah, he is. He's been in a couple of horror movies too, hasn't he? Mm, probably. I'm pretty sure he has. Uh, I know he was in a bunch of TV shows, um, but he was in. Uh, 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 I know he was in some horror stuff. The Guest. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. remember him in The Guest. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen The Guest? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie's amazing. Um, yeah, he was in some other stuff. Yeah. I'll move on. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amara Zaragoza. Uh, Dion Richmond. Which, Dion Richmond, this time I'm watching it. I'm like, I never noticed it before, but I'm watching it. And I, I, to be all, to be completely honest, I've watched this three times since I watched it twice. Okay. Just regularly, just to just because I love watching it, and I had an excuse to like, wow, I have to watch it again for the podcast. I didn't take great notes the first Fair. time. And then I watched it with the uh, the commentary. So I'm watching it last night with the commentary on, and for the first time, I I'm looking at Dion Richmond, and I'm like, wait, wasn't he in something else? Well, I knew him from not another teen movie. Okay, well, I didn't see that. But I'm like, he looked familiar to me. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. I've seen this dude in something else. He's in a bunch of stuff. He was the little kid in the Cosby show. Yeah. Kenny. And hanging with Mr. Cooper. Do you remember hanging with Mr. Cooper? No, Did I you never watch watched that. that no. I watched I loved that show. And he was like one of, he was um Oh, who was in that show? Yeah. Remote um Beats me. Raven. Raven, Raven Simone? Raven Simone. Was it? I'm pretty sure she was in it. I don't know. But yeah, he was he was like the the uh, smart-ass yeah. like, kid in the show that was uh, always getting in trouble. He was also in Scream and 3. always giving uh, uh, Mr. Cooper a hard time. But yeah, I was like, oh my God, it's him. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the wonderful Kane Hodder. 
Uh-huh. Mercedes McNabb, Perry Shen, Joel Murray, Jolie Fiore. What is that? Is that an eye? Any glasses? Yes. Fiore. Richard Real, <laughs> Patrika Darbo, Robert England, Joshua Leonard, Tony Todd, mm-hmm. John Carl Bouchelet, uh, and Relea Vanderbilt, who ended up, I believe, marrying Adam Green. This really? is like, yeah. Oh. I think they were dating or something. Yeah. And uh, he put her in this movie. This was her debut. Yeah, but she was only just young yeah, Victor no, Crowley, so but, you couldn't but, tell yeah, you it was tell, her. But, but good for her. Um, and then, yeah, that's it. Okay. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Uh, so I have a lot of Friday Oh, facts. I bet. <laughs> like I said earlier, I was like, I don't want to... All I really have for like what's to like is like... Oh, I like this scene. Oh, I like the yeah, me part too. where they, they, they that, did yeah. this. And like, oh, when he said that, it was so funny. It's like, just watch the movie. Like, you know. So I, I did a whole bunch of research just That's because. That's cool. Yeah. And from now on, whenever we do movies like that, where we're just going to like gush over them, I'm going to try to have more facts. fun facts. Frightening. So okay. I'll let you go first. Okay. I have a couple I'll bring up. Uh, if you watch the first three Hatchet movies in a row without opening an end credits, it would be one an uninterrupted storyline revolving around a few days. Which is pretty Which cool. Which makes sense because like the way they end the movie, mm-hmm. it's like, bam. Like, like you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yep. But yeah, so that's really dope uh, if you have the time for that. Uh, Wait, what happens at the end of Victor Crowley? Doesn't like Danielle Harris get a phone call mm-hmm. and she's like, oh my God. She like hangs up or something. I can't remember. I haven't watched that one in a while. It's... But it's something like that. Every movie in this franchise is is great. Yeah. Because it does it does what you're supposed to do with Adam Green does what you're supposed to do with like to, in order to make a good yeah like sequel. He's like, okay, what worked in the first one? What did everybody like in the first one? It's like, oh, we liked all the kills and we of liked course, all the, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, and we liked how funny it was. Okay, we'll just take that and amp it up a little yeah. bit, and Fuck that's yeah. what they do. And they do it all through all three, mm-hmm. and it's funny because on the third one, it's like, all right, well, how do we amp this up anymore? Let's bring in the military. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. The third one is batshit mm-hmm. crazy. I've, yeah, I watched the one that long ago, yeah. But then the fourth one, did Adam Green even direct the I don't know. One? I don't think I've seen the I fourth one. Don't, I have. Victor Crawley? Uh, no, I've seen that one, yeah. But With Felissa Rose? Yeah, yeah. Um, Who directed this? I did all this research and I didn't... Oh, Adam Green directed okay, it. Okay, so that's good. He must not have had very much money. Because yeah. it's uh, yeah, I still love it because you still get excited because it's like oh freaking uh, Victor Crawley's back yeah, but he had Q from Impractical Jokers uh-huh. on it yeah. and like it was, nah, it it was, was bad. Yeah. The kills were still pretty cool, but I agree. Definitely the weakest in the uh, in the old franchise. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? 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 <laughs> anyways anyways uh, adam green also had like a no cgi rule for post-production yep. only cgi was used to remove on-screen wires and camera setups which is pretty awesome yes you don't get enough of that anymore well thank god too because it's 2006 yeah any low budget movie using cgi in 2006 you could tell you terrible. it would be bad yeah bad so but it's nice to stay true to the you know yes true horror um, and to keep the set hidden, the movie was called Love Rodeo during production. Well, they I didn't really understand because they talked about that. Um, there was... Okay, maybe that's what they meant because they were talking about a porno that was being filmed. Oh. 
like on the set when they weren't there. Really? But they could have just been joking yeah, and making said, the point that yeah, like, you it know. It says that they called it Love Rodeo yeah. so people didn't know what it was about. Well, Adam Green kept making jokes. <laughs> like uh, he made a joke that like uh, it wasn't actually Robert England. They, they just got a lookalike <laughs> because they couldn't afford it or yeah. whatever. He made some joke like that. But then he, does, he doesn't follow up. His jokes <laughs> was like, just kidding. Uh, he, he like just lets them ride. Oh my God. So there were one or two spots where I'm like, wait, are, are you serious? Like, did that happen? <laughs> Surprise. So, surprise, motherfucker. And those are my facts. So, lay all the facts on us. All right. Some of these are really fun and interesting. Um, uh, the budget was $1.5 million. Wow, uh, that is fun. Box office is 208550 So, didn't make a lot of its money back. <laughs> uh, Adam, This is interesting. Adam Green wrote the character of Victor Crawley as a teenager at summer camp. Really? Yeah. He was always writing, apparently. Nice. Uh, oh, I tried to listen to... There's two commentaries on this. One of them was with um, Joel and Dion, mm-hmm. um, you know, two main characters. Yeah. And um, uh, what was her name? Azara? Amara? What was her name? Amara Zaragoza, yeah. um, who plays... Who Danielle Harris takes over in the character in the second one. Yes, yes. Which I was going to research that, but I didn't have time and I forgot. Um, because she's on the commentary. Mm-hmm. And she's she loved this movie and so this character. So I wonder character. why, yeah. So yeah, and she got along really well with the director, and, and she's like, "You're gonna put me in the second one, right?" And like they talked about it, and they're like, "If he was like, if I get a second one, you're in it." Oh my gosh! And wow. so yeah, I'm and like, then she was replaced with Daniel Harris. That's so bizarre. Yeah, so I don't know what happened there. I gotta figure that out. Um, I'm sure somebody listening to this knows, and they're yeah. like, you "Dummy, you don't know that." Well, send us an email. Yeah. Um, but I listened to, I tried to listen to the, the one with Kane Hodder first because mm-hmm. I thought that would that would be the one. They, yeah. They're going to talk about the movie, talk about the scenes, and like I'm going to get all the info. Of course. Dude, I turned it off after like a half an hour. Really? Oh my God. They talked about all the most boring aspects of the movie, like casting people and like getting greenlit and okay. like getting it off the ground and like the, all of the most boring aspects of movie making you could think of. I'm like, dude, Victor Crowley just smashed that dude's face into a tree yeah talk about that That'd how did you nice, do the effect yeah. what was the, the what was the stuntman like or like what was happening in that like they didn't talk about any of that they talked about like the dumbest shit and i hated it and i turned it off and i was very disappointed Aww. one of these days i'll go back and listen to the whole stuff because yeah. it could have gotten better i was just like i don't have time for this like <laughs> anyway so then i then last night i put on the other commentary and that was fun and they talked about all different types of stuff in the movie um so adam green wrote and directed hatchet with a franchise in mind he wanted to create this is how far he went with wanting to create the whole 80s slasher vibe he was Mm -hmm. like if you're gonna do an 80s slasher and have that feel yeah of course it has to be a franchise so he always had that in mind when he created this movie even with the ending yeah that this was going to be a franchise um uh here's some fun stuff crowler throwing uh robert england's son so uh what's her name brother yeah i don't remember his name i don't remember either yeah so victor crowley gets him he rips out his spine and like he throws him he smashes his face against the tree yeah it was uh i forget if they said it was the first day shooting or the first night shooting um but they did the stunt kane hotter throws the stunt man against the tree oh jeez. the stunt man got up and quit <gasps> walked really? off set he's like i'm not doing this shit but you're a stunt man <laughs> yeah right but Kane Hodder, if you know anything about Kane Hodder and the stunts he does, he mm-hmm. goes 
one hundred percent. Yeah, that's I why a that. lot of people like working with him because he will throw himself out of buildings. Mm-hmm. He will go nuts. Like he has no limits. Yeah, yeah. And I think he probably expects his stuntmen because he was the stunt coordinator for this movie. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and he's really good at it. Like his stunts are crazy good, and all the horror movies he's in and that he works with. But yeah, I imagine that he probably he's like, well, we got to make it look real. So Kane Hodder probably really chucked this guy at that tree really hard. But what else was he supposed the to do? The guy was like, I'm done. So I thought that was funny. Uh, Tony Todd is apparently one of, according to Adam Green, Tony Todd is one of the greatest actors in horror to work with. Oh, yeah. He is such a sweetheart. I believe that. He had this tiny little role. Uh-huh. And, and before the role started, Tony Todd, Tony Todd had re- read his parts and stuff. You know, it was very small. Mm -hmm. But Tony talked to Adam and he was like, listen, I have some ideas for this character. Yeah. And Adam Green's, of course, like, dude, it's like you're you're in it for like two minutes. But But those are memorable minutes. Yeah, but that's how, like, he's, Adam Green called him a consummate professional. He he really, any role that he's in, doesn't matter how big or how small or how important or how whatever, he pours himself 120% into. Love it. And he he was the one that came up with the eye makeup. Mm -hmm. He helped with some of the dialogue. He really went out of his way to make this character Mm -hmm. like memorable. And he really is. Like you really remember it. If that would have been anyone else, just some dude delivering lines, you would have forgotten him. Mm -hmm. Like, but but that character you remember. And that's one of the reasons that uh Adam Green really wanted to bring him back for the sequels because he made such an impression on the movie that uh so when Tony Todd got upset, got upset for his like one hour of shooting, mm-hmm. he walked around to the entire crew, like including like caterers and like whatever, yeah. everybody there. He walked around while everybody's getting ready. He walked around and shook everyone's hand, oh, introduced nice. himself yeah. as Tony Todd, learned their names, remembered everyone's mm-hmm. name and like was just like the nicest person wow. ever. Yeah. And it, uh, Adam Green told a story of how him and the crew went out to dinner I don't know if it was from another movie or whatever. And Tony Todd and somebody else happened to be there. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Adam. And they all had dinner together. And he said, nobody could get a word in at all between Tony Todd and this other guy because <laughs> we were all laughing like the entire night. He was like, Tony Todd is one of the funniest people that's ever lived. He's hilarious. That's and awesome, he just yeah. told joke after joke and story mm-hmm. after story. He just seems like a really cool dude now. And yeah, I, you know, I was definitely. like, I want to meet him now. Agreed. So that was pretty cool. Um, most of the movie was shot in California. Mm-hmm. They had so little money that they couldn't. They could only fly a skeleton crew. So the whole beginning shots in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, they could only do that with like a skeleton crew because they couldn't afford the plane tickets. So they brought very minimal equipment, mm-hmm. and they only brought the characters that they needed and the crew members that they absolutely needed, which made filming those first scenes in New Orleans hell. Oh, they said really? it sucked yeah. so bad. They had somebody like holding boom mics because they couldn't bring them in and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Um, oh, this is fun. Patrika Darbo's character, Shannon per- Permatio, mm-hmm. the older lady. Yeah. You know, there's a dude in the... Yeah, the not Wilfred Brom- Bromley. Guy. No, that's not him. That's why I said the not him. The not him. That's why I like call a, him. The dude yeah. from Office Space. Yeah. Um, She was originally written and Adam Green really thought this would come off as funny. Mm-hmm. Um. But she was supposed to be overtly racist. Oh, no. She was supposed to, like, against Jews, black people. Yeah. Like, they just thought it would be funny if they put her in here with these people. Mm-hmm. Being this, being a conservative, like, racist woman, they thought it would be funny. 
Um, so she had all these lines, these anti-Semitic lines, oh, and no. like she was supposed to like hate Marcus and yeah. give him like dirty looks the whole time mm-hmm. and like make snide remarks about him. And they shot all that stuff with her doing that. Mm-hmm. So she was like a completely different character. Oh yeah, I don't think um, I liked that. But when they were editing, Adam Green was watching it and he was like, "This." this doesn't work does it and they're like no this just feels hateful mm-hmm. he's like damn it he's like he missed it but he's he's very glad he cut it out oh yeah definitely. because he was like no they're right it came off very hateful and not funny i understand that idea possibly being funny if you did it right mm-hmm. but you'd have to do it like like i don't know in a certain way yeah. But just having a racist woman there. Would be well, I'm glad they took it out because, like, yeah, yeah. That wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have. The way it turned out, it was great. Like, they yeah, were so yeah, goofy yeah. and cute. I can't. Yeah, they were fun. Um, The part where the boat sinks and they have to crawl on that mm-hmm. tree in law to get to land. So, apparently, the tiny little lake they were using to shoot in uh, in California was apparently disgusting Ew, and full of trash yeah. and garbage I and like it. syringes and shit and uh, a couple of the cast members when they were done shooting the next day they had rashes oh my god one of them got this foot fungus that they had to get like a <laughs> doctor to look at that's so gross oh man uh i have uh three more okay amara zaragoza and kane hotter apparently developed a very close friendship on set oh. they really liked each other yeah Nothing romantic ever happened, but it almost happened. She really? said she was like, "I was in love with that dude. Like he is such a nice guy, just so big and strong." And all <laughs> so yeah, she so like big and she like really liked him a lot, and they they at least became really good friends on set. Yeah. Um. So much so that when it was time for Kate, Kane Hodder is not. Kane Hodder is an actor. Adam Green actually said in the thing he defended Kane Hodder. He's like Kane Hodder is a fucking actor. Mm-hmm. Like people want to say otherwise, but he can act. Mm-hmm. And he has that small part where he's Victor Crowley's dad yes, in this and he cries. Yes. Um, but Kane Hodder is, he's hes not an actor. He is an actor, but I like, know what you're it's saying. not his strong yeah. suit. Like, no. he's better off. Like with his stunts and physicality. Stunt coordinating yeah. and physicalities and, th- and, and doing all that stuff. He's really, really great at it. But, but I like, agree. He's not think, yeah, that great of an actor. Maybe if he had the right director and he was mm-hmm. given the right role, he could really show us what he could do. But he, yeah. you know, he's in a bunch of like low budget stuff doing like, you know, what was that movie that was like supposed to be the Expendables of horror? Oh yeah, I don't remember. Oh, what it was it's called terrible. Now. I turned it off. It was so bad. But I got nothing but good things to say about Kane Hodder and any other any other way except mm-hmm. acting. The dude's amazing. I watched his documentary. He went through hell. Like he's anti-bullying stuff. And, like, oh he's, yeah, he's a really great guy. Um, but acting, eh. but he did all right here. He did fine. You it know, was he's like, like such a small thing. Yeah, I feel like he emoted. He you could feel it. He was he was sad and mm-hmm. like he did a decent job. But like him and Amara were so close and he was so worried about his part because he's not a professional like actor and he was having trouble crying. Uh huh. So when it was t- it was time for her his scene to cry, Amara was off doing something else. Her scenes were done. She was done working, but she was like still hanging around the set. Yeah, yeah. He yelled, "I was like, where's Amara? Like, get her in here now. Like, <laughs> I, I need her." So somebody comes running her down. They're like, yo, Kane needs you. Like he's doing the scene. And she's like, oh, okay. So she goes in and he, ha- he has her sit off set. Mm-hmm. And he, he like, she, she explained to him like, you know, everything, this is how you do this. Like try this, try that. She gave him all this direction or whatever. And then she sat off screen and then she actually started doing a scene and crying. She actually cried with him oh, wow. to do the scene. Like yeah. that's how close they were. And I thought oh, that was really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was nice. 
Uh, they try to get girls gone wild to let them use their name instead of Bayou Beavers. <laughs> I like Bayou Beavers. Um, so girls, girls gone wild had to re- read the script before they'd approve. Uh, and they said that the movie was too raunchy to use their what? name. What? <laughs> what? Adam Green thought that was hilarious. It's like, we yeah. have people go, you have girls going down on each other in public in your movies and ours is too raunchy. Right? Crazy. Uh. Um, and this is the last one. In order to help get Amara Zaragozo's, uh, Mary Beth Dunstan's uh, character, is mm-hmm. the character name, the daughter and sister to the two dead gator hunters, uh, in order to to like help prep her to cry and get emotional, because that's really the one good spot of acting in this yeah. is where she discovers her brother and her her dad dead. Yeah, I thought so. And yes, yeah, actually, like she does a really good job. The rest of the acting is fine, but it's like kind of a goofy movie, and it's all like comedy mm-hmm. and stuff. But there's that one spot. Her acting is really great in that moment. And in order to get that emotional response um, and to help along that you know that scene yeah. adam green had prepared an entire backstory to her family and to her family and the, her relationship with like her brother and her dad yeah so he made he told her all these stories about where they used to go out to eat and like oh like how they grew up together and like mm-hmm. all this all this really detailed stuff he gave her to help her like connect yeah to those two characters that were dead and nice. like that's how they that's all i have so all that right, was, wow. so that was a lot no that's good so I thought that was all really fun stuff. There was a whole ton of other stuff in the commentary, but honestly, I just kind of tried to pick out the most interesting stuff. There were some pretty funny stories, but eh, they were like little, and I just wanted the main ones. Okay. So there. Great. So what's to like? Let's go. Do no, you go first. I just spent right. the last okay. 10 minutes well, talking. Like I said, there's plenty of blood and gore. Um, we have those good cameos from, well, Robert England, Tony Todd. Yes, yes, like, so, yes. Like, you know, yes. Kane Hodder. So, horror cast is great. Top notch. Uh, Top notch. The hilarious dialogue we went over. Oh my God. There's a guy that gets pulled apart and says, It hurts. <laughs> yeah. And I laugh so hard. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, look, we don't like Marilyn Manson because he's a crummy person, but what a perfect 2000s opening credits, I man. I had that written down. I was perfect. like, perfect. Fucking ugh, Marilyn Manson. Why? I might have gotten into, I've never been into Marilyn I Manson. I was a Marilyn Manson fan. I yeah. wasn't. I never really was into that type of music. I was like super goth. But I heard song. that song. Yeah. And, and I, I guess I had never paid attention to it before. Yeah. But I was listening to so it. I was like, this song is badass this is yes. a really cool song that was really popular and in my head i'm like dude man i would have like right at this point i would have finally gotten into Marilyn yeah Manson, it's but, too late eh, i'm probably not and, but it's it. like the perfect 2000s opening credit oh, yeah. song like so uh, great. perfect perfect, perfect. Jinx, uh, so well uh here take this beer oh okay hey that's my beer <laughs> Uh, obviously, it's Mardi Gras, so titties everywhere. It's Dude, titties, titties, so titties, many titties, 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 titties. So that's a plus, always. Mm. <laughs> um, they got a little mean in the commentary because they were like, "You see Mardi Gras in movies and on TV, and like everybody's boobs are like perfect, yeah, and big and perky and nice." Yeah, no, they were showing all kinds of boobs. And he was like, "We when like you, variety." When you actually go to Mardi Gras, it's like. You know, it's like moms and uh-huh. like, and, and it's not always, it's not always great. And then they told us, I have to tell the story. Listen, I didn't moms write have great boobs. I, I, I don't remember the, the details of the story, but they were in Mardi Gras. One of them, was either the director of photography who was on the commentary, Adam Green. And uh, they were like trying to interview this kid or something. Mm-hmm. And this woman kept coming in and like, she was like, whoa, party. And she kept interrupting and like, <laughs> and she was an older woman and yeah. like pulling up her shirt. And eventually the kid gets mad. He's like, mom, no. please 
Get out of here. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, Can no. You imagine? Oh, God. Your mom? Not even as a kid. No. Like, ugh. Ooh. so a haunted swamp tour even though there's gators and they're scary as hell that looks like fun i'd do it i'd do it definitely amanda would never do that i would definitely do it uh this movie like this movie is fucking hilarious i laughed so much in this movie um victor crawley's one ugly dude man (laughs) one ugly dude i ain't getting killed by no elephant man motherfucker <laughs> Seriously, and I love that they use this constant like slow motion blood splatter effect that they like kept doing. Like you see it splash on the trees, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> splash yeah. on the. It was great. Uh, yeah, so pretty much everything about the all the kills. I don't want to name them all because then we'd just be here. Yeah, we'd just be here naming. So. Let's save that for uh, freaky favorites too. Yes. So that's what I liked. Okay. Again, it's it's kind of hard to talk about because you yeah. you sit here and just name scenes. Um. Yeah, like you, of course, I love all the over-top gore. You do have to suspend some disbelief oh, yeah. for some of the gore because, like, like he ripped a dude's spine out and he was still, like, screaming. Like, yeah. Ah. Well, he yeah. would have been dead at but that point. But it hurts. He's, like, hacking up that old dude mm-hmm. and, like, ha- like all, like, into his shit. And the dude's yeah. still screaming. Dude would have been out. The dude would have oh, been yeah. dead. Like, yeah. But it's still super fun and, like, who cares? Um, And, uh, yeah, Victor... Crowley's design <laughs> it's uh it works because it's freaky looking mm-hmm. dude is ugly oh, but like it's kind of a mess yeah <laughs> it's it's yeah. all over the place um which is great but he, it, he looks like equal parts like intimidating and scary mm-hmm. but also like goofy and yeah, cr- crazy yeah i don't know so but that works somehow it does. and it oh, makes the perfect. movie great and it's great character design uh-huh. uh i love it you already said the Marilyn Manson song. Oh, I mean, you find out why, but the director of uh, Bayou Beavers, <laughs> like giving the girls direction Dude. always makes me laugh. He's like, you're cute. You're curious. Yeah. He's like, you're scared. N- like no passion yeah. in his voice. He's just like monotone. Like, yeah, uh, you're playful. Uh, now you're curious. Yeah. Like <laughs> now you're scared. I think that's so funny. You find out later because he's not actually yeah, a director. A director. Yeah. He's just some dude. <laughs> um, the old the old coot drinking his piss. See, that was one of the <laughs> things. That was one of the things that Adam Green said during the commentary. He was like, "Yeah, it's crazy. He actually drank his own piss." Wait, stop. And then moved on. And and I, he didn't drink his own piss. Okay, yeah. He didn't. No, he did. Because I heard one of the act, one of the two, two or three of them like laughed and they moved yeah. on. Like he definitely didn't. But I still, I was a little bit like, "Wait, did he? No, he did, he did not. <laughs> he couldn't have. No way." Um. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, dude, the the boat driver, what's his name? Um, that Jensen, not Jensen. Sean. 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 Is that his name? Yeah. Perry Shen, or Sean. Perry Shen's the actor's name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when he starts, <laughs> as the boat ride goes on, you know, mm-hmm. it becomes clear that he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. And there's spots because he's doing this really stupid fake like like ridiculous ca- accent cajun accent yeah. and it's so bad and when he starts breaking y- yeah he starts getting mad and screaming in like a full-on like asian accent yeah. so funny i laugh so hard especially this time and any no, t- yeah every time i watch it that really makes me laugh and then when he finally snaps and he drops the accent mm-hmm. and he starts screaming at them and <laughs> oh it's so great it's so funny 
Uh, where was I? Do 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 do. I don't have much more. Oh, okay. This is fun. Um, the scene where they're in the cemetery and Crowley's on top of Ben and he mm-hmm. drools all Ew. over nope. his face. That's part of my what's not to like. So, yeah, I definitely would have puked. Um, yeah, I definitely wrote, did not like so that. So this is another thing that was in the commentary. So Ben, uh, who was played by, what's his name, Joel, whatever. Yeah. Um, he He's watching that scene on the commentary. He's uh, like, oh. dude, Ooh. I want to gag right now and that looks disgusting. But the stuff they poured in my mouth tasted amazing. <laughs> Did he you say like, what it was? He was like, I wanted to eat it. Um, it was a mix of Mountain Dew and KY Jelly. Okay, he wow. He said it tasted great. He was like, yeah, uh, it wasn't gross whatsoever. It he was looked like, disgusting. He was like, watching it right now, I want to throw up. Yes. But he was like, it was fine. That was so gross. <laughs> um, and that's it. Okay. So yeah, um, I like that scene just because it's funny and gross. Yeah. What's not to like? All right. Um. So I always do forget that Daniel Harris isn't in this one until the second one. Uh-huh. So you I got disappointed. No, you know, I think this girl was great too. It's just always like, well, now I'm going to know it's going to be different the next one. Yeah. So it's a little, You've I wonder why they though, changed. Right? Yeah. I've seen, I think yeah, all of I'm them. I'm curious why they changed. Yeah. I'd like to know that. Um, so honestly, Mardi Gras is disgusting. There's <laughs> litter and puke and people passed out. It's like one of those, you know, like the, St. Patty's Day like festivals yeah, yeah. too. Like the people just do the worst to, stuff. I've I haven't never either. Been to anything but like you that. like see like people like puking and passed out and just like pissing in the street and it's just like the, oh it's disgusting. The only thing I've ever been to that was like that was that one year I think Molly was still an infant yeah. when you, Mike, me and my family went to uh the fireworks in Mount Holly. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really that bad. But there was definitely <laughs> there. like people puking and oh, like yeah. passed yeah. out and stuff and drunk. But that's just Mount Holly. Ugh, I didn't. My know. entire family lives in Mount Holly. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't want to go there again. That's <laughs> for fair. Fireworks. Yeah, no fireworks. I don't want to do any event like that though. Like no. I, I avoid that. If I would have known that that was that was what that was going to turn yeah. into, I wouldn't have gone. No, I agree. Because like so. Marty, like you said, Mardi Gras, it's like disgusting. mummers, whatever, all that all stuff. Of that. I don't want any part of it. Nope. One, I hate crowds. Two, of course, I hate crowds full of gross people. Yes. Agreed. Um, and then, why I don't go to Six Flags anymore. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Uh, they hear a noise in the bush and check to see if it's a baby. Yeah. Why would what it, the fuck? Wait, they checked to see if it was a baby? Yeah. He was like, oh, there's a baby in there. Because the noise. It's a raccoon. Yeah. They said the noise sounded like a baby. Oh. And they were like, oh, let's see if it was a baby in there. Uh, like, who's going to put their baby in the bush? I put my babies in bushes. All the time. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So like uh, the drooling, spitting part. Uh, disgusting. Um, and then also I get why they end it the way they do, but it's always like, so like sudden yeah. that like you, if you haven't watched it in a while, you kind of forget about it. Yeah. And then you're like, what? Wait, now I gotta go put on the second one. Like, yeah, what happened? She so gets it, out, like, obviously. Yeah. But obviously, but it's like, it's like so abrupt. You're like, oh, why shit. doesn't he dive in and try to help her? That's what That's I don't That's a great understand. question. That bothers me every time I watch it. Like, yo, dude, you're just going to be like, oh, she's gone. Well, he kind of seems like a coward. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so that's it for what I didn't like. I, this movie so much fun. There's really not much to say here. Yep so uh i don't really have a lot for what's not to like i'm sure everyone's tired of listening to me at this point nah uh the that's chick, why they're here the blonde chick not being able to walk across the tree was kind of annoying I was yeah like, they were like come on you could do it like and she just wouldn't that kind of irritates me mm-hmm. a little bit 
Uh, it also freaks me out to see in her like she's like flashing her boobs like all the time and then yeah. i think like but you're that little girl from like the adams family movie like is she really yes the <laughs> little like the camp girl okay amanda that's her name in the movie i didn't know that and i'm like you were so annoying and you just think of you as like this little kid like what are you doing here yeah stop put showing away your boobs. The, put away those fiery biscuits <laughs> you're like her mom <laughs> um th- this this irritates me too the older guy the not not wilford, not bromley. wilford bromley yeah gets bit by the alligator uh-huh no one thinks to like wrap his wound up and like wrap it right. in something. Not like, a single person. Rip a t-shirt and like try to stop the bleeding. Not even like the main chick they, who like no, not even seems her, to be his super wife. survival. Yeah. They don't do anything to help this guy. They're just like, oh man. Walk it off. Well, yeah, that sucks. Um, this was this I horror movies. Can we stop? Can we please stop? Does it have to be in every fucking movie? Go on. Kane Hodder feeding Vic, young victor crowley the mm-hmm. oatmeal oh why, i totally forgot about why that do we have yeah. to like every movie we watch well you need to know that they eat too and <sighs> disgustingly why we have to watch gross eating in yes. every single horn why why is it a thing i don't know man can it not be a thing anymore it's the facts of life <sighs> we i get grossed out every single horn movie i watch somebody eating making some gross noise mm-hmm. i hate it i Agreed. really really wish it wasn't a thing uh, my last one, pretty sure Victor could have gotten out of that burning house. Yeah, come on, easily. dude. Yeah. <laughs> the window was right next to him. And he probably has stupid strength. Like, stupid strength. Yeah, he's strength. like super strong. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't get out. Like, dude, you could have opened the window right. and climbed out. Like, instead, you get a hatchet in the face. Yeah. Which also, is supposed to be really yeah. sad, but it's so funny to me. Definitely. <laughs> like, oops, oops. I axed you in the face. Sorry. When he could have just broke the window, too. He could have broken the window, too. And And be like, come on out, son. He didn't have to die. Well, it's cool. He's back. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Uh, And that's all I got for what's not to like. Cool. Cool, indeed. Cool, indeed. Um, Creepy questions? I don't have any. You got any? I have one. Let's hear it. Victor Crowley. Okay. Versus Jason. No. Versus Mike Myers. Oh, God. Versus Art the Clown. Oh, God. Who's winning? They're all the, they're all a very similar type of like of bad guy. It would be between Jason and Victor Crawley for sure. Yeah, no, no, no Art, shade to the rest. Arthur Clown's not doing anything. No, that yeah. dude had to use a gun in a movie. Yeah, weak. Uh, and Michael Myers, I don't know, I don't know. Jason and Victor. Yeah, they seem would to have like a, a similar backgrounds. Myers and Art, and then they would have sex. They would. <laughs> oh my god. No. Oh, I'm getting a little. Uh, oh. <laughs> knock it off. All right. Well, that's little, my vote. Hot. It's now, a tie see, between now I'm those two. To feel hot in here. No, uh, yeah, I definitely agree. But who's winning, Jason or Victor? Oh, probably Victor. Jason seems to. Victor's been pulling people apart with his hands at some point. Jason still has to use a machete. Hmm. Or a sleeping bag. No, because he picks that person yeah. up. And that, oh, it's the best kill, too. I can't. It's <laughs> yeah, such an iconic uh, kill. I don't know. It's hard know to either. say. I'm going with... I'm going to say they're like cousins, so... Yeah, basically. Because Jason, know. they're both repeaters, right? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I, I think I would go with Victor. Okay. He just seems way more extreme, and he seems like he's stronger. And they both have that jumping out of the water into the boat yeah. ending, so... All right. Um... That was the only question I had. Yep. This movie it doesn't doesn't really 
inspire any real questions hey, or conversations. That's a good question for it's, horror it's fans, not a, for sure. It's not a deep movie. Yeah. It's very just for fun. East for fun. <laughs> uh, freaky favorites? Yeah. Your favorite kill. Uh, not Wilfred Bromley's wife getting pulled apart by the mouth. Not that. No, that is. Okay. I call not. I call him not Wilfred Bromley, but not, his right, wife not, not Wilford getting Bromley. pulled apart by the mouth. Like he puts his hands like right, against right, it yeah, and yeah, just and rips her in half. Yeah, flopping around. Love it. I love stuff like that. Apparently, that was everybody on the commentary's favorite part too. Shut were, up. It happened, and they were like, "Yeah, the tongue." They were all like <laughs> cheering. Um, my favorite kill. How the fuck do you pick a favorite kill in this movie? Oh, there's so many good. They're ones. all my favorites. Yeah, all of them. Uh, well, that's fair. Uh, spine ripped out. Yes. Ooh. Favorite. Face sanded off with a belt sander and then impaled on a shovel handle. Yes. Favorite. Head twisted backwards. Mm, ouch. Favorite. Head ripped in half of the jaw. Your favorite. With tongue flapping around. Favorite. I don't know how to pick a favorite. That's right. Kill this movie. It's amazing. All of them are, are amazing. Yeah. They're all great. I was just I went back and forth and would just like replace one with another one. I could probably tell you the, the only kill that my least favorite kill was um was Sean because he just shoveled his head off. Yeah. And I thought that. Well, eh. oh no, he ripped off his. He did something to his. Torso? I don't. I don't remember now. Oh, oh our friend Will is here. Your favorite? Well, I guess we should pause for a second. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to Meatball bark. All right, Meatball is now calm. Sort of quiet. Not sure everyone else in this house will be. Michael. Yeah, relax, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Michael is a gnome. In case you were unaware. <laughs> That's why we call him Sideshow Mike. He was raised in a circus. Yes. He's actually a train. <laughs> and he also can morph into a train. Yes. <laughs> what, what were we doing? Okay, we just did favorite kill. Oh, so favorite character. Uh, it's going to be Tony Todd as Reverend Zombie. His, story tell his storytelling was great. His voice is magic butter, and it was funny. His voice is magic I butter. I love his voice. And he says the word cocksucker. Yes. <laughs> uh, my favorite character is Victor Crowley. Okay. I love him well, so that's much. Fair. He has such a great backstory of the tragedy, and mm -hmm. you know he's crazy yeah, looking. Yeah, he was so dumb to stand in there against the door, but you know. <laughs> oh, whatever. Favorite quote. Um, He's... Oh, there's so many I kept replacing them. Uh, he says, you can't hook up with itchy chicks. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll read this one first then because I have a couple. Because again, how do you pick it's your favorite hard. line? There's yeah. so many great lines in this. Uh, this is between Ben and Marcus. And Ben mm -hmm. says, come on, this is going to be fun. Marcus, about as fun as crabs. <laughs> you would know. Screw that waitress from Fezzy Wigs, man. You did. <laughs> I don't know if she had bugs in her bush. She was scratching herself all night. What do you mean he didn't know? You can't hook up with itchy chicks, Marcus. <laughs> Everyone knows that. She said it was a reaction to a fabric softener. I saw it. I asked. Fabric softener? Look at you, Mr. Big Shot. Everyone knows that. When's the last time you got laid? I have sex all the time. Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then it was funny when yeah, he looked over and he thing, saw yeah. her like scratching her yeah. thing. And he's like, he takes her arm around her. And he's like, damn it. Um, I have a couple more. Okay. Your woo was not in the moment. <laughs> yeah, well, your nipples are weird. <laughs> Those two girls were like oh my constantly. God, they were hilarious. Yeah. They were my favorite. Yeah. Um. Oh, and they had uh, the Bayou Beavers dude, Shapiro, mm -hmm. made them like make out a little bit. And then they're done making out. And Jenna goes, ew, brush your teeth much? And Missy goes, lick me, bitch. <laughs> no, thanks. I like my tongue without the syphilis. Your syphilis miss big words okay that didn't even make sense <laughs> lick me 
Uh, are you sure the number is 911? What else would it be, dumbass? <laughs> well, how should I know? If it's the cell, maybe you have to type in a different area code. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is great. I don't know this one. Um, uh, and there was a couple of lines in this movie. Like uh, Ben says, you got to be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. Only, I think, is it like a Mandela effect? Palmer in the thing mm-hmm. does not say you got to be fucking kidding me. He says you gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, he okay. never says me, and I think yeah. people forget that. Yeah, when because like I said, it's like a Mandela effect yeah, thing. Definitely, like, yeah, definitely. Everyone think thinks that, that he says yeah. me, but me having seen the movie eight billion times, mm-hmm. and I could quote the whole fucking thing. Like it's not me, and everybody says me, and it's not. It's not accurate. Fair. Um, watch me be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, no, no, it says Who me. Dares, now I'm questioning yeah. myself. Like. Wait, you haven't I'm, seen the movie? I'm pretty sure he doesn't say me. He goes, you got to be fucking kidding. But uh, <laughs> he says that, and they say that in every Victor yeah. Crowley movie. They say it throughout the whole franchise at least once. Um, but this one was fun where Sean goes, but you only shot him once, right? Maybe you got to shoot him more times, like four or six. six. Maybe you got to <laughs> shoot him six times. Yes, Halloween. I shot him six, six times. <laughs> Dude, Halloween 2 is the shit. That movie is awesome. I wa- mm-hmm. I I hadn't seen it in years and years and years, and I watched I like it the Halloween break. Mostly. Well, and up I didn't until five, up until six. Because I've always like you know me like the mm-hmm. the Halloween franchise. Yeah. No, that's fair. I'm not crazy on it, and I saw two a long long time ago, yeah. and was like I never went back and revisited it because it's like yeah, it's Michael Myers Halloween whatever. But I watched it over Halloween, and I don't know if I said this that on the show. Sense. I think I probably said this you on did. the show. It's so good. Yeah, it's you did, such yeah. a good movie. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I have. Nice. That's it. Hey, you closed your computer. I did. So How tell them, you? tell them about it. Tell them. Well, first of all, I would like to say thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And that as will, always, that will do it for number seventy-nine, episode number seventy-nine. Jeez, we damn. But yes, thanks for listening. We hope you guys dug it. Uh, you can find us on social media. I'm only doing Instagram these days. Eventually, I'll be back. But you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Forsaken Cinema. You can email us Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, ForsakenCinema.com, and drop us a line there. You can yep, go to, lots of yeah, easy access on the contact. site. Yeah, yep. there's, there's no excuse for not talking to us. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to have a breakdown like yeah. last oh, episode. Oh, gosh, please don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should totally uh, drop us a line on one of those things. So <laughs> headphones went weird. I guess I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, suggest movies. Tell us what you think of the show. Um, yeah, all that happy crap, as my, <laughs> Grammy, my Grammy used to say. Um, and wherever you're listening, we are available literally on every mm-hmm. platform. Yes. I actually went online and was like looking at all the platforms we're available and on. And you could just get it from the website. Like literally everything. Yeah. Uh, wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share all the stuff we say every single week. Yes, you know. You know. You know. You know. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, <sweat. laughs>